0: gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of thriller coin talk my name is car car gonzalez how's your day going well bitcoin and cryptocurrency is not doing so well today because of tether now this is the gift that keeps on giving unfortunately in our space we've seen the run-up in 2017 we've seen another run-up in 2013 and 2015 and all those things had a couple of things in common They were always a liftoff point for suspected um, actions that others in the space that were doing benefited the overall market. Now, Tether is one of those. And it seems that the New York Attorney General's office has substantial evidence of fraudulent conduct at Bitfinex and Tether. Now, I've always come on the show and told you that. I personally don't use Bitfinex. I personally never use Quadriga CX. I never I never used uh, Binance. Uh, I used a little bit of Bittrex. But these days mainly, um, I use Coinbase and Gemini. Um, I think I have gotten to a point now where I'm realizing that some of these exchanges, they just aren't doing the right thing. And that's not to say they're not doing KYC or anything like that. They're just not doing the right thing for the customer. And according to the New York Attorney General's office, they submitted opposition on Friday to Bitfinex's motion to void the agency's court order that shook the entire crypto world late last month. Now, originally, the OIAG cited that the so-called Martin Act and its opposition, which gives the OAG power to conduct investigations of suspected fraud in connection with the purchase, sale, or exchange of securities and commodities. Per the filing, the OAG's investigation uncovered substantial evidence of fraudulent conduct. Furthermore, they examined that the facts and circumstances of Bitfinex's undisclosed transfer of Tether's cash reserve in 2018 shows the ability that Bitfinex is unable to process client withdrawal requests Therefore, amid its self-admitted liquidity problems and the manner in which respondents, senior executives are compensated. Yeah, this is bad. This is really, really bad. And there is somebody out there in crypto YouTube. His name is uh, Chico Crypto. (laughs) It's a catchy name. I love it. And his name's Tyler. No, seriously, his name's Tyler. And he did just an amazing job in kind of unraveling and putting together this manipulation that's going on uh, in the industry right now. Take a listen.
1: Bitfinex has been playing a dangerous game for far too long, and it's starting to catch up with them. Investigations are happening, and people involved are getting arrested, like Reggie Fowler, former co-owner of the Minnesota Vikings, and Ravid Yosef. These two were providing illegal banking operations to cryptocurrency exchanges like Bitfinex through Global Trading Solutions, which provided services for Crypto Capital Corp. Crypto Capital are the ones named in the New York AG investigation for losing $850 million. Like I explained in my video, big Bitcoin and crypto whales are all somehow involved. The owners of Bitfinex, Roger Veer, Brock Pierce, the exchange that should not be named, and their CEO, Justin Son of Tron. But wait, there's more.
2: Wait, there's more.
1: Eric Voorhees of Shapeshift, and possibly even Reeve Collins, who helped create Tether. These are the big boys in the industry, some of the whales who have amassed large amounts of wealth in crypto and Bitcoin. So let us begin with scenario number one. This is price manipulation, and these big boys know the Tether bomb is about to explode once regulators take it down. So they are performing one last epic pump to eventually dump on all the retail investors, crashing the market so they can cash out. There are signs that the implosion of Bitfinex and Tether may be coming, as people are taking their crypto off the exchange in massive chunks. As we can see from this chart of the Bitcoin cold storage wallet on Bitfinex, people are taking their Bitcoin off and getting it into a safe place. The USD balance and the Bitcoin balance is crashing. The cold wallet had nearly 120,000 Bitcoin since February, but in just a couple days, over 30,000 Bitcoin have been taken off the exchange. This isn't only with Bitcoin, but Ethereum is getting taken off the exchange. The Bitfinex cold wallet has declined by over 40% in the last week. There is under 180 million dollars left, and this will continue to shrink as the days go on. This is what you call an old fashioned bank run. Although the biggest sign the implosion is coming is from the premium you are paying for Bitcoin on Bitfinex. Early yesterday, the spread was plus $400, but has since come down to nearly $300 when compared with other exchanges. So what happened right before Mt. Gox exploded? A bank run on their exchange and the premium was over $100. This was when Bitcoin was a lot lower, so these spreads are actually quite close. Now I'm going to show you guys a secret recording of the Whale Pool group, who includes shareholders of Bitfinex. And in this recording, Phil Potter, Chief Strategic Officer for Bitfinex, is in on the conversation. Yeah,
3: I'm one a fireman. Let's pull this one. fire. Let's, I will
2: start we going to are going to save
3: it? <laughs> that, that, that is going to remain the best question. This you can say, "Show
2: me your money a few more times."
3: I'm tired of trading shit coins. I want to see some real thing here. Okay, let let's just do this. It is not hard. It doesn't take rocket scientists, it doesn't take academic thinking to move a fucking price upwards. Start thinking like me, okay? Start thinking like me, and just do what I say, move the price upward. Sell it what tomorrow sell to somebody else that wants to buy higher. Oh my
2: god. And,
3: and, and tell them to move the price upward, and let's do this, you know, globally. Clockwise, time zone after time zone after time zone. And then we do the same thing tomorrow. You know, just do the game of telephone. First they can said we're going up. So we're going up. And if we're not going up, it's your fault, not my fault.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. That's love the it. nail in the coffin.
3: Exactly. You know wisdom when you hear it. Phil,
1: we're disappointed. We're disappointed that... F- Finex has not been able to move the market up. Has not been able FinX to buy. Finex is an exchange.
3: And- for fuck's sake, you're the people using Finex <laughs> and Bit and, and BTCE and Bitstamp. You move the fucking price up. Be be the trader you are. You know, move the price up. Tell people to to gang up with you. You know, you played World of Warcraft. You ever won one of those battles?
0: <laughs> you did it with right, all your right, friends right. This it's is going the in the same style, direction.
3: Guys. This is the game of coins. And you yeah. want to have coins or you want to hold dollars? What, what do you want? <laughs> you want to go up or you want to go down? Awesome. I want to go up. I when you play the game of coins,
1: you win or die?
3: I always win. You guys always die if you play against me. I'm saying we're going to go up. And we have internet business for the whole year to go around for all of us. I what? say we go down. What happens? None of us have any business on the internet for the, this year. So we go up. And we tell our people to tell our people to get into Bitcoin now for be, before it it's too late. Because we're going up. Of course, it's actually here. this channel.
2: this yeah. channel. We, we forget have the AFK time now
1: everybody today. else. Like Bill, Phil, Phil, talk. We have big people speak. Up.
3: I think we should have a uh, first stick and whatever your name is. It, you should have your own room, where your rent yeah. is displayed on loop 24-7.
1: <laughs> and if you need a just go in that room.
3: I, no, know, I, got, yeah, oh, okay, okay. I am first stick yeah, yeah, yeah. and so I am omnipresent <laughs> anyway, you know. Yeah. You know you can always find
0: me. <laughs> you just did more for Bitcoin than the Bitcoin, Bitcoin Foundation ever did.
1: This recording was found by the one and only Bitfinex and shows you they plan pumps in coordination goes to show you exactly what goes on with the whales. They are laughing, trying to create FOMO, and they could be up to this as we speak. Need more fuel for the tether fire? Chico Crypto has it. The exchange who should not be named was the largest holder of tether for over a year now. Now I played the video in my last tether video a few days ago, but we should look at this part again. Now, I did want to ask you as well. There's been a lot of accusations made against the guys over at Tether. How do you feel about that situation? What What are your thoughts on it? Uh, my general feeling is that there's always more fud in the community than there are positive things. So, and the fud is usually more <laughs> usually more overreactive. Um, I did meet with the key guy from Bifinex in person a few day, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, and we did talk about this issue. And there was a couple of other guys who I trust to a pretty high degree. They said they have looked at the accounts. He says he met with Tether a couple days ago, then switches to a couple weeks. So it's obvious he meets with them on a consistent basis.
0: Yeah, I will say that's just phenomenal work by Tyler and um, some great investigative reporting there. Um, I will say, though, on that conversation that you heard with like three or four individuals, that was Phil Potter. He was the CSO. Of Bitfinex uh, But he has As you probably don't know He stepped down uh, last year um, an- Another thing mentioned there Was CZ at the end of that He was the one answering that question To Crypto Lark And um, Yeah man it It's all kinds of bad uh, Just because you have An exchange like Binance Who's uh, unregulated uh, Operating in a jurisdiction in Malta So they don't I wouldn't say they don't care about the U.S. customers. They have nothing to do with U.S. customers. So if you're in the U.S. and you're using Binance on a regular basis, um, yeah, man, that's that's scary. (laughs) That's scary to me. Like I don't I mean, trust me, like when it comes to my crypto holdings and stuff like that, I invest a lot. I've invested a lot over, you know, the span of my, you know, time in the space and it's. I would not trust it with Binance. I just wouldn't, nor Bitfinex. Um, But I, I I do feel, though, that what we're seeing here is a problem for Bitcoin. And it's a problem for Bitcoin in a big way. And if the New York Attorney General's office is going after Bitfinex and they're going after this kind of tether scandal that's happening now. This is not going to end well, because if the further you look down this rabbit hole, it gets even more messy. And I'm not going to call out any names. I'm not going to call out any uh, uh, corporations or LLCs or parent companies right now, because that's not what I do. But I I will say this this rabbit hole goes really deep. And there's some prominent people uh, outside of who Tyler mentioned um, that uh, if if. They get uh, if they go after them, if, if the New York Attorney General's office goes after them, holy crap! Like, we are going to look at an entirely different ecosystem 24 months from now if they have their way with them. It's th- this is really bad news for Bitcoin. Um, I have a, f- I have a, a pretty strong indication that we're going to go into consensus and blockchain week here in New York, and this is all they're going to be talking about. Uh, if that's the case, um, I think we're we're gonna look at some serious price swings here in, in June and late May. Um, so I will say uh, we'll get into all of that in Coin Talk after we play our disclaimer. But just outstanding work from Tyler again, and outstanding work just from the entire crypto space in general. CoinDesk has been providing some great work here recently on it i've gone to crypto twitter and i'm seeing some really good insights as to what's going on behind the scenes and uh, everybody's just kind of looking at this and then there's a whole nother segment who are ignoring this and who are promoting tether as a good thing for bitcoin and i'm just not in that cap at this point i don't see that as a possibility you'll see certain websites publish why the Tether problem is good for Bitcoin. But if you've been in the space long enough, you recognize a scam fairly quick. And what we're seeing here, ladies and gentlemen, from Bitfinex and from Tether is obviously a scam. It, it it sucks because, you know, a lot of people are gonna lose money in this. And it's uh it's just the cleansing that's happening right now in this, you know, crypto winter I, I still think we're in it unfortunately i know we've gone up a couple pegs but i still feels very much in it um so we'll see where this goes we'll see how this transpires and we'll follow it uh i did not think it was going to get this far but it, it's going to go even further it looks like with that let's get into coin talk that's right let's do it
2: it is time only crypto coins trade predictions ahead It is what you spend all day wondering, isn't it this crypto dream only on coin
0: talk. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's time for coin talk before we jump into that i got a couple things on the agenda we got to talk about so first up i want to say we're going to be at brooklyn new york on friday and saturday and we're going to be in new york sunday monday so if you see us at the ethereal summit because we're going to be covering it on friday and saturday come say hi yeah it'd be cool to, to talk to you yeah most definitely and if uh if you're gonna be at uh, Consensus or Blockchain Week, uh, make sure to say hi too. <laughs> you know, I'm really looking forward to uh, checking out the Ethereum Summit. I'm not gonna lie; the the Ethereum community is just a way nicer community <laughs> than the Bitcoin community, uh, and I, I think I know what the reasons are. But uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, meeting with uh, Consensus again uh at uh, at brooklyn and, and and talking to them and their crew and they're just phenomenal they're really good people uh i, I don't know what else to say but good things and positive things about them I, I will say though that we did get a response on our consensus press badge and we got declined <laughs> i knew that was going to happen but uh if there anything like uh like uh some of these other places, I'm just going to keep applying and keep getting turned down until they say yes. That's just how it it rolls. Uh, It's it's unfortunate because the PR firm that we work with here at Thriller Crypto, they're really great to work with. (laughs) They really are. Uh, So, you know, hopefully we can do some more work in the future. It'd be be great. Um, So... Yeah, so we're not going to Consensus, but we are going to the Ethereum Summit. And I'll do my best to cover Consensus as well, too. I know that it's going on Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday of next week. So we'll do our our daily coverage of it uh, from uh, New York or from Austin, however, however we do it. And of course, um, we'll we'll roll out some episodes from the Ethereum Summit uh, live in New York on Friday and Saturday. So look for a smorgasbord of Thriller Crypto episodes coming out uh, on Friday and Saturday and Sunday and Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday. Um, by Wednesday, I probably will just be done. <laughs> no, seriously, it, it's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to that amount of work. Uh, yeah, these are these are just busy months in the space. Uh, it's always, you know, March, April, May. These are just busy months. And then June and July I just go into like a little hibernation and we come back out in August. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I also want to thank everybody who hung out with us this past uh, May 1st. I think it was a Tuesday uh, this past week. Uh, we gave away a crap ton of Bitcoin and it was a lot of fun in our Telegram. So thanks to everybody who came out and said hi and uh, got some free Bitcoin. That's what we do. Uh, we don't have a Patreon anymore. And a lot of people were asking, where are we going from here? Uh, I'm not going to announce anything yet. I kind of uh, I've kind of already kind of circled uh, in on what i want to build for the third season um there's going to be a couple changes nothing too big but we're going to move over some things and shift things around and we'll talk about it on the first episode of the third season i'll let you know what kind of what we decide i kind of want y'all's feedback as well too so i probably will as i become more um close to what i'm deciding on here uh, i will get y'all's feedback and you can let me know what you think so if you Want to chime in on what you want to see from Thriller Podcast and Thriller Crypto and Thriller Coin Talk and Thriller News and Thriller After Dark <laughs> and all our other, uh, you know, episodes and, and podcasts that we have here. Uh, be sure to join our Telegram and stay connected and, or follow me on all the social channels. That's one way you can do it too. stay connected. Because for the entire month of June, we're not going to be recording any Thriller Crypto. I got to take a month off. Usually during that month, I do my certifications for my job because I got to get those done. And that's what we have to do. Uh, so, yeah, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to the, to the third season. I'm looking forward to that break. and I'm definitely looking forward to New York. Yeah. Can't wait to try a uh, lobster... Sub Or no, it's called a lobster roll for the first time. I've never had a lobster roll before. Um, Well, I mean, I've had the the, the version down here, but I've never had a real lobster roll from up north. It's going to be it's going to be tasty. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, What else we got? I think I think that's it. I think that's all we got. Uh, So it's time to talk about the disclaimer. Now, there's going to be there's going to be one major change that's probably not going to be, you know, uh, I've already decided, let's say I've already decided there's going to be one Change that you probably aren't going to like In the third season, but I think it, it's A must, it has to happen But one of the things that's going to stay Is this disclaimer, we have to play The disclaimer, at this point uh, You know, that th- they're not kidding in New York <laughs> They're going after everybody uh, The SEC's coming out, they're going to be at Consensus, they're probably going to talk about all kinds of Stuff and what it looks like in the space Um we're not out of this this winter just yet but before any of that happens and before i start speculating and start telling you what i think and all this stuff we gotta roll the disclaimer remember thriller
2: podcast does not give financial advice he cannot tell the future even if he thinks can he is just some dude trying to save the world one satoshi at a time
0: All right. It's time for coin talk. This little segment is what you wait for all the time. I can tell. I can tell a lot of people will message me on Telegram or they'll message me on Twitter wanting to know what I think about things. Um, I'm I'm glad that I'm glad that people find my information to be good. Um, I I don't like to make predictions anymore and I'm not going to make them, but I, I do look at signs. Uh, I do look at these coin signals as I like to call them. And right now, that tether thing is a big coin signal for me. Even though the price of Bitcoin is up, right, 57.03 currently, right now, uh, the, the entire coin market cap is 180 billion. To me, that number is way more important than that price of Bitcoin. And you're probably asking why. Well, if you look at Bitcoin dominance, it has gone up to 55%. What happens when Bitcoin dominance goes up to 55 percent? Well, a lot of the so-called so-called alts get shifted. People start dumping their alts. People start dumping all these other digital assets and move it over to Bitcoin, something that's a little bit more hard as a currency. So right now I'm seeing Ethereum at $161. dollars we got XRP at 29 cents. Bitcoin Cash at 286. Litecoin at $73. Now, a lot of people don't realize this, but Binance Coin is at number seven. And I am promise I'm not trying to, you know, pick a fight with Binance or anything like that. That's not my job. That's not what I do. That's not who I am. I will say, though, that seeing at twenty two dollars scares me and it being at number seven kind of scares me because it shows that Binance is using their exchange to promote Binance Coin um, as an. As a necessary uh, thing, and that's all well and good. You, they can do that there in Malta; <laughs> they don't have, they have anybody to 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 uh, to, to deal with, right? Um, they don't have regulators breathing down their throat every day, you know. But I will say though, uh, to the average investor like myself, or, or to you out there, whoever's listening, that looks enticing. It does. I'm not going to lie. It does because we know Binance was going for $4 last year, $7, and now it's at 22 bucks. And you're probably like, see, car, there's an ROI, return on investment for Binance Coin. That's why it's at number seven. And I totally see that. But at the end of the day, to me, that looks manipulated. (laughs) And it's manipulated by their IEOs, their initial exchange offerings that they're now providing, because they ask. They ask and require that those IEOs be released and purchased only with Binance Coin. Yeah, it's it's to me the amount of uh, forceful dictation of these exchanges in this space is gotten a little bit out of hand, and I think in the beginning <laughs> I was very anti anti-establishment when I started this podcast. But through this time, uh, through this time of learning, I realized the establishment is there for a couple good and necessary things. First off, it's it's preventing scams from starting. And I think what we're seeing with Tether and Bitfinex, if I could pivot here from Binance, is that prevention. Um, we all know that something fishy has come and smelled from, uh, iPhone X, the, the people that, uh, the parent company of Bitfinex and, and Tether. We, we knew that was something shit. I, I did a podcast. What was it last season on, um, the Tether as a ticking time bomb. that was like, uh, six months, seven months ago. We did that scroll back. You'll see it there and listen to it. It tells you exactly what Tether is and why I wouldn't use it. I, I have never used Tether. To be quite honest, honest with you, I don't really use stable coins. I, I think they're a novelty at this point where everybody has one and it, it makes sense. But ultimately, I'm for decentralization. You know, the best amount of decentralization that we can get. Bitcoin is number one at that. I would say Ethereum is number two at that. Um, I will say, though, that when it comes to these stable coins and we've done past episodes with real I'm talking about real people who understand what a stable currency should look like. Those people are creating projects and uh, and creating a a a platform or a network that will provide more stability per the coin that they release. Quote unquote. Look at look at an episode we did with Reserve. Right in that interview, we were talking about stable coins and we were talking about. All kinds of stuff and how stablecoin could be decentralized and what it could use for, you know, the holdings behind it and backing it and keeping it stable. When I look at something like a tether, there's none of that going on other than an IOU from the parent company, iFinex, saying that, hey, we say this, there's this amount. Trust us. (laughs) Right. That, That doesn't make any sense. I think that did in the 20th century, you know, where there was there was the government, the United States government creating money out of thin air. No one's stopping them. We know how all that works. I don't have to tell you. You you listen to this podcast because you know these things already. I don't have to explain the history of money or, or why we moved away from the gold standard or what Nixon was thinking in the 70s. You know all this stuff. You've done all their research. But I will say, though, that. Just because the American government does it and we run a world economy on it, it doesn't give the right for Tether to do the exact same thing or iFinex to allow Tether to do the exact same thing. That doesn't make it right. Just because you own a printing press machine doesn't necessarily give you the power to use it. And this is what they did. And I think there's a lot of prominent, well-respected people in this space that see Tether as something that should be beholden, that we should trust because they have their, you know, investments tied to them. Or they know that deep down secret that they don't want to face with when they look at themselves in the mirror. And to me, that that's sad. It's sad because you have regular people out there, retail investors Believing in Bitcoin, believing in Ethereum, believing in all these other digital assets because they truly have a passion for decentralization and they want a fair playing field. But when you promote and you pump and you manipulate things with your printing press of a coin, you're doing a disservice to the entire space. Um, there is a, a private message that I got the other day it came from Tether. And, you know, I didn't respond to it, but I listened to what they were saying just because I, I didn't want to create an enemy out of nothing. To me, that doesn't that doesn't solve anything. I want to hear your side, but I'd much rather say it out loud with audio and voice. So you can hear my sincerity and hear my calm reaction to that message. And, and what I would say to that is everything that I just said. But I would also say that, hey, just because you can doesn't mean you should. And you really need to take this stuff seriously, because a lot of us in this space, myself included, take this stuff very seriously. Um, there I respect a lot of people in this space uh, that that, you know, quote unquote, you know, do the walk and do the talk and, 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 and do the best to you know, to, um, to spread adoption and to promote the gospel, as they say. But, um, you know, when, when they do it in a malicious or a, a, a manipulative way, and it's obvious that they're, they're holding something and they're keeping something from people, that's just not good, man. That's just not a good way to, you know, it's just not a good human being. So we'll leave that at that. And that'll probably be the last time we talk about Tether, at least until the next big thing comes out. I will say though, I do think this is probably going to lead to um, some serious conversations happening at Consensus and in Blockchain Week in New York. And I think what we're going to see is, uh, you know, maybe the New York Attorney General coming on stage at Consensus and talking about this whole tether thing. Or, Or maybe we'll see, you know, some more indictments or who knows. More court filings. Um, but it it's gonna it's gonna lead the market in a, in a in a in not in a good way. And if you remember last year we were at gosh, I think it was maybe four hundred and twenty billion, something like that, right before consensus. We we're looking good. And after consensus, the SSC just came out and they said this, 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 and this. Market reacted and we dumped. I think what we're gonna see is we're gonna see that exact same thing. Maybe not as strong voiced as it was last year but we are going to see some strong opinions on this whole tether situation and this bitfinex issue um of it and i think that's going to lead to a lot of people pulling out or at least moving over to quote unquote stable coins that aren't tether um It's unfortunate. It's unfortunate because I felt like we were not going up in a rally. And it's weird because you have a lot of uh, the charters, the analysts, uh, the T.A. guys and the T.A. women out there. And and they all most the the smart ones were were saying there was probably going to be a bottom happening again or maybe not a bottom, but it was going to dip below four thousand again or get get below five thousand again. You had a lot of smart people saying that Uh, Willie Wu was one of them. Uh, it, and it's it's obvious to me that it happens every time. It, it, it you have this bad news that comes out almost at the exact same time where the the charts and and, and all that lines up uh, in a poetic way. It's it's beautiful to watch, honestly, if you're just looking at it from that perspective. But if you're in the space like us and you're, and you're dealing with the swings day to day, it 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 can be kind of like gosh. So. I'm just going to talk about me for a second. I personally have kind of taken a different approach when it comes to Bitcoin and crypto. Uh, these past few weeks I've really thought about long term, the long game. Like what is this going to be for me? What am I seeing myself doing when it comes to investing in cryptocurrencies? Me personally, I think there was a time where I was just buying, collecting them all. <laughs> I think my my kind of my idealism got the best of me. Right. And and I made some missteps here, missteps there. I think at this point, I'm just on a kind of reoccurring uh, purchase of certain coins. Um, I'll tell you if you want to know. I think I think purchasing, uh, uh, you know, Bitcoin on a weekly basis is a smart thing. I think purchasing Ethereum on a basis on a weekly basis is a smart thing, too. I think setting those reoccurring um, purchases for me is going to lead to. Um, me not caring about price long term. I think I've gotten to a point at, at, this, at this spot right now where I realize that there are certain cryptocurrencies that are going to succeed and there are certain ones that are going to fail um, I think uh, doing what Grayscale is doing, well, not Grayscale, but there's a lot of other investment companies that, when you look at their portfolios, you see the you see the exact same ones all the time: Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ethereum, uh, XRP, Litecoin, Stellar. You see those exact same ones. Uh, oh, even uh, Zcash. Um, the, you see the exact same ones happen all the time. I, I think following a simple, you know, easy. Minimalist way of investing for crypto for me at this point is just doing that as well. I think uh, just saying I'm buying this much of this and this much of this and this much of this every week. And that's it and not touching it and not trading it and, and just leaving it at that I think um, trying to time the market, at least for me personally, has never been a really good thing. I have done what I have done a lot this year is that because we well, I personally bought a lot when it was in the twenty eight hundred range and the three thousand range and the thirty two and the thirty three. You can go back and listen where I was saying, oh, today I'm buying all this, I'm buying that just because Bitcoin was at a really low price and I knew it was going to get back up to six thousand very quickly. Uh, We didn't get quite to get to six. I think we got pretty damn close. Actually, I think it did touch six. It doesn't matter. What I'm trying to say is uh, at that point, you know, I make a couple purchases on this or purchases on that because I want to make sure that not only am I investing in this Bitcoin that's going to change the world, but I'm also utilizing it and playing with it, you know, on a daily basis. And I think that is the right approach, at least for me. I've also been playing with some other exchanges out there like uh, Shapeshift. They just recently released a beta and they gave me some access to it. And I was looking at it. it's a really slick UI. I had an old keep key that I haven't touched in a while and I connected it to it. And it, 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 it basically brought back to life my keep key that I've had just sitting there not touching it. And um, I was like, wow, this looks pretty cool. But I, like. I will say this again, me personally, I'm just using Gemini and, and Coinbase at this point. I'm, I used to use Square and I was using it pretty much all the time. But at this point, um, I've gotten really serious with my purchases and try to keep it to a minimum and try to set be very disciplined as opposed to just willy nilly. Let's buy five dollars here. Let's buy five dollars there. I'm just trying to keep it to a minimum because I realize that long term, if you're playing the long game on this, it's going to have a plan. It's good to it's good to sit down, talk to whoever your significant other is or even if you're by yourself and designate a plan that's going to work for you long term because if you see Bitcoin going to a certain amount, you want to be able to make sure that you have enough to, you know, keep you in the game. I think that's all I got for coin talk. I, I I I do think we're going to see some more red in the coming days. I think we're going to see some major red in June. And I I think we're probably going to see some more. If we don't see it in June, we're going to see it in July. And I think that's just kind of the way it's going to go. Unfortunately, this is not going to turn out the way we want to. Uh, I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm wrong, but it it doesn't look that way. Uh, And it's funny how all this stuff lines up. It's just, it's weird. It's almost simpático, as they say. Um, But with that, let's get on to the end of the show. Right, ladies and gentlemen, the Thriller Coin Talk is done. Thank you so much for listening. And I really appreciate you. Make sure if you haven't already hit that subscribe button. It really makes a difference. That way you don't miss any of our episodes this weekend. That way you can have it already downloaded and ready to hit play. I will also say if you want to be extra nice this week, <laughs> leave me an iTunes review. Leave me a five star review. Go on Google Play, leave a five star review or share it to a friend. I love that. My bitcoin save the world see you later this week
2: this is the end of the show you have been listening to thriller podcast with car gonzalez remember thriller podcast is not financial advice everything car says likely won't come true it is up to you, now go, do your own research, listen to other dudes that start their name with crypto, and not far, and remember, buy bitcoin and save the world, one satoshi at a time.